From MPB Think Radio, this is Now You're Talking with me, Marshall Ramsey. This is the show about the most interesting people and stories of Mississippi. Natchez is quickly becoming a leading film industry destination, so today we're going to sit down and speak with Devin Clues, director of the film Natchez, a nonprofit working to bring film economy to Natchez and creating a workforce development program. Plus, Michelle and I, of course, will be talking about the latest stories in the weekly roundup. Dave, you want to be part of the conversation today? Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can email me at marshall at mpbonline.org. Hey, stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Radio podcast. All right, welcome back. This is now you're talking on MPB Think Radio. I think it's fall out there. Uh, there are leaves falling and stuff. It's like 5,000 degrees. So anyway, but we're almost to October. It's hard to believe September has gone by. And so I thought today, let's have a great show to close out September. And we're going to actually have a great, great, great show. Because, you know, if you think movies are only filmed in Los Angeles and New York, well, think again. It's surprising it may sound. There are more movies than you think. They're actually filmed right here in Mississippi. And our guests today, well, they want more. And I don't blame them because I tell you what, it adds so much to a community when a film is produced there. Because not only, I mean, there's an economic impact, and we'll get into all the numbers and everything, but dang, there is so much pride around that. Because when they did the, for instance, when they did the help up in Greenwood, incredible, incredible pride. So we got Devin Clues in, he's director of Film Natchez, and he's going to be joined by Thor Jewell. He's in the studio as well, and he's a vice president of business at Crooked Letter Picture Company, and we're going to have a very uh, stout discussion about what's going on. With, and I love this. Uh, film Natchez is, is fairly new. It's a nonprofit. It's working to bring in the film economy to Natchez. Um, a few months ago, gosh, it's been a couple of years, two or three years now, we went down for with Conversations, the TV show, and did several interviews in Natchez to help celebrate the 300th birthday. Because, you know, I mean, you don't turn 300 every day, so we figured we'd note that. And the thing that really struck me then was what an incredible creative economy that is building down there. There are so many talented people that do stuff that's worldwide that are based in Natchez. And now with things like high-speed fiber and the real fast Internet and so forth, you can do pretty much that kind of thing anywhere. And there's a lot of advantages. And, of course, that's what Film Natchez is all about, to talk about that. So we'll talk with Devin and um, and Thor, too, but I tell you also, too, you're going to really like Devin. Well, I mean, you're going to like Thor, too. He seems like a nice guy. He's got a big thing of hot coffee right next to me. I don't want to make him mad. Uh, Devin's got an incredible life story, too, so we're going to get her to touch on that. Michelle is sitting in the other room anxiously welcome, waiting to uh, say hi. I'm anxiously waiting to say I, hi. I apparently have had really? way too much caffeine because I just said <laughs> a lot of words in a really short amount of time. Well, uh, I've been on the road a bunch, so I, I think I probably am yeah, caffeinated. It's been a whirlwind for everyone. I mean, September went by, to me, fast. But it blinked. It's been busy, 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 busy. I know you're teaching and still in school. I'm, I graduate December um, 6 at 9 a.m. I say that every day to myself when I look in the mirror. When I get out the bed, I say that every day so I can um, get this graduate um, master's degree and... Um, go on with my, the next chapter of my life 
<laughs> but, you know, when I was doing research for this show, I was curious because I do a lot of Mississippi facts um, from 8 to 10 o'clock every night, Monday through Friday here. Yeah. If you listen to 1A and um, On Point, those shows in the evenings. I didn't realize how just how many movies oh, it's know, incredible. that were yeah. uh, filmed in Mississippi. So I put a list together. Okay. And I'm sure most of these people heard of. And I might have I might have some um, not on here. I, I think I have them all, but I don't. I probably don't. Of course, you said The Help earlier. The Help. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Mississippi Burning, of right. course. Uh, a Time to Kill. Now, A Time to Kill was out right as I moved here. And we were in, still in San Diego mm-hmm. when we were about to move to Mississippi. And my first impression of it was, oh, my God, they don't have air conditioning there because everybody <laughs> sweats so much. So, But it was a really cool movie. And it's fun to watch now because you see so many people you know. 20 years younger. True. And, yeah. then, and then you see the iconic, what I like about Mississippi films, and I'm sure. Oh, yeah, you, the locations. If, right. If you live in New York and, oh, my God, movies are made in New York and you're like, wow, that's where I eat or that's where I got, you know, yeah. that's my school and things like that. So it's really neat to see a film, to watch a movie and notice the uh, places that are in the movies. Uh, the Client. Right. That was a good one. Cadillac Records. That was a real good one. Mm-hmm. Walk the Line. Act of Valor. Valor, yeah. Valor, that, that, is a, that is a Navy SEAL movie, and they actually filmed it down, because Navy SEALs train at Stennis, down at yes, Stennis. Uh-huh. So that's why that was filmed down there. Cool. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? That is one of the coolest movies. Mm-hmm. And for me, one of the greatest moments of my speaking career was getting to speak on the stage at the very end of that movie where they tarred and feathered everybody. I was just, it, and it's in the, I guess the Southern Cultural uh, Heritage Center over in Vicksburg. That stage is so, it's in an old gym. And so to sit there, and I was looking around going, oh, where's George Clooney? This is neat. <laughs> exactly. And, of course, as we're doing, we're um, we're talking to, what is it Pappy O'Daniel said about communicating to the masses? Right. Every time I come here, I think about that. Wow. Uh, my Dog Skip. Great one. The Insider. Mm-hmm. Now, this started off as a 60-minute segment. Yeah. Uh, it was a true story uh, and soon made its way to the big screen. Uh, did I miss any? Let's see. Oh, there's probably, Pappy. yeah. Did I miss any? Well, Travis Little is, well, we, is coming in. Yeah, we'll get them. Travis Little's coming in. He's going to make 12 movies in one year. Wow. I just interviewed him and Ward Emling, who used to be the head of the film office in Mississippi. Well, I don't want to go they're get coming a, too. So, I mean, so, ahead of us to talk about the Natchez movies, like movies that. Right. that we watched. Well, actually, I watched Ma this weekend, I got to tell y'all. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want to get into that, but I wanted to save it for your segment, but I got to talk about it. That movie was so Cool. I love yeah, uh, the great. bullying aspect of it, how uh, important bullying is mm-hmm. and how you never know how it affects people's minds. Right. Um, and you almost feel sorry for Olivia, um, at, um, Octavia, for, at one point. Yeah. And then... <laughs> When she starts killing people, you're like, uh, you just go right, like, see You it. don't have to do it. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Go get some help. <laughs> but, you know... Um, Bullying is serious, and is. you don't know how it's affecting children. And when they grow up, sometimes we talked about that, of course, on Southern Remedy with Dr. Susan Buttress. Sometimes it's challenging for people to let go. Yeah. You know, see, well, that as happened. they say, hurt people hurt people, and that exactly. was a classic case of that. But it boy, was, she, she did was. more than hurt people. Good yes, grief. But, but wow, what a powerful was, performance! It was, yeah, powerful yeah. It was great. I love that. It is a horror movie, but it's also this kind of dark comedy mm-hmm. almost, and then it touches on some real issues. And that filmed in Natchez. Um, yeah, yeah. So that, we would add that to the list of the Mississippi films. Right. And then yeah. there's there's, a, there's one other that's a, a good one that we fi- also, also filmed in Natchez called Get On Up, yes. which was the James mm-hmm. Brown, which our friend Rita Brent was in that movie, which is right. kind of funny. She was in there briefly, but yeah, yeah they, they filmed it. They, they filmed it in Natchez, and they filmed it up here in Jackson. Yep. 
Yeah, and uh, it's a great example, actually, of what... It's nice having Tay Taylor around, right? Yes, yeah, it's a big help. And we actually shot, we shot a bunch of stuff in Natchez for other places. So we we used Natchez for Paris, and uh, we shot at the airport and used it for Vietnam and a bunch of other stuff. So, yeah, it was... And um, breaking news in Yuba County in 2019 that just It just wrapped. Wow. They were there this summer, which was a really cool experience, and I think it got a lot of locals yeah. kind of on the movie train because it's so exciting when you go out to eat or you are just oh, around town and you see celebrities kind of at your places. Wow. Well, that was the thing up in Greenwood when they were doing the help all that time because it was like the, they, the, all the stars because they felt comfortable and it wasn't like right. they were in, in Hollywood where they were going to be <clears throat> harassed or anything. Yep. So they felt very comfortable and had a good time there. But the, even after it left, the production left, there was still a glow on that city for, for years. Yeah, and, and Tate talks about that a lot. It's it's amazing how it, it creates this whole imprint on a community. Mm-hmm. And was the, the shooting in the help, uh, the help in Greenwood was a lot of the catalyst for him ultimately coming back to Natchez and sort yeah. of creating some roots. That that was the sort of fall back in love. Tate Taylor is obviously originally from Jackson. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he's a Mississippi guy. And he's got a place down in the Natchez area, too. And he's got so, a beautiful yeah. place in Natchez yeah. and, and really is it becomes the HQ for for the whole movie experience. We had people out in the woods at, in the evenings after we wrapped mm-hmm. set, you know, all eating and drinking and breaking bread. And there's an element of it being a great equalizer in terms of bringing everyone out. So we have famous folks coming from L.A. and you know, Paris and New York. And then when you're all in the woods together, it's like everyone's kind of the same a little exactly. bit. You know? uh, so it's great. It's, it definitely it helps with... Um, Sort of equalizing the famous people mixing in with just your average and cheesy and Mississippi yeah. folks. I mean, we we'll just co- had a phone call. Yeah. We just had a phone call. She, uh, B.H. Lewis from Natchez, wanted me to let you guys know that we forgot Huckleberry Finn. That's right. And, you know, um, J- yeah, Jennifer Combs could probably could tell you a lot about that. That was yes. kind of the film that actually got her excited about movies and got her in the same way with Ward Emling, too, because yeah. they were both on the set that for that. That was her start. And then yeah. A Time to Kill was Octavia and Tate's I know. Start. I'd forgotten Octavia was in that. Mm-hmm. Gosh, she must have been like 12. She was like a kid in that. Yeah, well, and it's funny, too, because uh, I think Tate was actually working, and he was like a, he a tells this great was, uh, yeah. story yeah. about, he was a, he was like a jet fuel sales guy for a long time, and just not generally all that thrilled with his career choices in life, and, and then that movie came into town, and he, he sort of got the bug. Yeah. Next thing you know, he, he uh, flew out to New York, got a place, fully embraced the, the filmmaking experience, and really did it for a long time before the help came along. So it's amazing. It's a great example of how Mm -hmm. if you're able to plant the seed, you just have no idea who you're influencing and kind of in these communities. You know, it's funny that you say that because Ward Emling, who's now acting in these movies I was talking about Travis doing, but Ward's since he's retired from the film commission, but he said that he wanted to have other people to have the same opportunity he did because it lit his fire when he was doing Huckleberry Finn. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Completely get that. We have a caller. We have Bell who's in Yazoo City. Hey, Bell, how are you today? Uh, fine. I hope y'all are fine. Um, I haven't heard details on your program, but I have got to tell you about a lady who at 85, she's down at Churchill, started being in movies, and uh, she's still making them, and she played Granny, and I'm sorry, I don't know the names of the movies, but Churchill is a historic community in Jefferson County right next to Adams, which is Natchez. And she is a wonderful person and character. And I hope somebody on your program 
know something about her. She would be a great interview. She's a wonderful person and uh, is having the best time being in these movies. Even got flown up to Boston. But uh, her name is Virginia Wagner Patterson at Churchill. Okay. On the Natchez Exchange. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you for the call, Bill. Appreciate that. But that's what, that's, like you said, there's opportunities for people to be able to jump in. And yeah. now that we got the tax incentive back, oh my gosh, that's a big deal. That was, that was huge. the catalyst. Yeah. yeah huge. Because yeah. it was amazing how it literally killed everything off when they took that away. So we'll talk about that and so much more. We're really excited about our guests. And of course, I think it's about time to take a break because it's Monday and we need a rest. You know, that sort of thing goes. But stay tuned. We're going to come back with Devin Clue and, of course, Thor Jewel. And we're going to talk about filmmaking in Natchez with Film Natchez and so much more. Stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Radio podcast. All right, welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Happy Monday. Thank you for listening. We are always very thankful that you are listening to the show and, of course, being part of the audience. And we always would love you to be part of it, too, and give us a call. And I'll throw that number out in just a second. We have a couple of really great guests today. They're on a mission to promote the film economy in Natchez through outreach, education, and support. Well, let's welcome to the show from Film Natchez, the director, Devin Clue, and, of course, Thor Jewell is here as well. And, um... Well, I tell you, we were already getting into it before we even, normally we don't do it in the first segment, but we just couldn't. I love movies. There's a lot to talk about. No, I really am. I mean, yeah. I'm, you know, being a semi-creative person, I just really respect anybody who can sit there and create films and doing things. And this is such a natural place to do it because we have so many storytellers to begin with in Mississippi. You know, I was, we were just talking about Natchez, and I mean, you can rattle off all the people that are creative. Like Glenn Boward, one of the top producers ever, is from Natchez, and you got Greg Isles living there, who's cranking out stories that will make great movies yep. and miniseries and everything else. So, y'all actually have a pretty easy sell, I would hope. Because yeah. I mean, film Natchez is what three months old now. Yeah, it, well, and I think the to your your earlier point, the film incentive was a huge part of it. That's yeah. kind of the great equalizer in the South when it comes to content creation. Is you kind of have to have those film. So it's like twenty five to thirty five percent cash yep. on all expenses. Yep, twenty five percent base, and then thirty five percent if you're doing uh, if you're employing Mississippi residents. Nice. So we're that's we're, big money. We're yeah. certainly incentivized to to create more education and, mm-hmm. and outreach because if we increase the crew base. It makes us more profitable. Yeah, you know. So I think and the that, money stays here. Yeah, exactly. It all stays yeah. in town. And I think in general, Natchez uh, and really in Mississippi in general, it's so affordable. And yeah. and so you know, in many cases, like uh, Breaking News and Yuba County, we shot it over the summer. Probably eighty percent of the crew base came from out of state. Yeah. And so a lot of these folks are coming from Austin and New York and L.A. and they spend some time in Natchez. Start looking at housing prices. Yeah. And then they start hearing that we might have four or five or maybe even a TV show coming up and four or five movies. And suddenly it's like, wow, this is actually kind of a compelling place to set down some roots. Yeah. Um, you know, f- work full time in this new creative economy, but I can afford a, you know, a house. And, and it's probably like some antebellum house that you right. know, is incredible, you know. 
Uh, so we, I think we do have a, a compelling case. It's different than what the sale is to, to try to get a production into New Orleans or Atlanta, yeah. where there's sort of this turn turnkey setup. You've got airports and, and all the various areas. Yeah, It's a little bit of a, a, a different pitch, and, and to Devin's point, it's kind of what we call it a living backlot. I thought that was an incredible way of putting it. Yeah, it yeah. really is true. And we saw it big time uh, over with Breaking News in Yuba County because we literally shot it all over town all through, day and night. And the town just rolled out the red carpet for us. The police is amazing. And, you know, The mayor, aldermen, everybody sort of rallied around it. We're really proud of it, uh, which I think is is really fun. That's a big part because I mean, you know, I remember living in Southern California. There'd be a movie, and it would be an inconvenience. It's yep. like get out of the yeah, way, you exactly. know. It's like oh, there goes traffic for the day or so whatever. Yeah. And here, it's literally like, well, it's a thing of pride because, and this is my my. I'm going into psychology 101, but it's like Mississippi gets beat over the head with so many negative stereotypes or whatever. So when there's actually a movie that's put out that makes us look good, we're like. This is, or even if it doesn't, it was like we get to show off what we've got. Yeah, yeah. On a is, national there stage, is a lot of talent too. Oh, you know? unbelievable! I mean, yeah, it's just incredible. And and the, the the beautiful thing about a movie economy and creating that from scratch is that it becomes a creative economy because yeah. there's so many layers that go into movie creation that you end up having designers and marketers and editors and graphic designers and obviously movie folks, and so you end up with this great sort of halo effect of yeah. create young creative professionals. Which is kind of, you know, I think something that we're kind of trying to chase more of. Yeah, we're trying to kind of put the plug in the brain drain and keep young, creative people in town. And when you've got this big influx of smart, talented, creative people who really know how to get stuff done. Yes. Yeah. And it shows them they can do it. I mean... I've got three boys. I, my middle son's actually interested in film and television stuff, and he's 16. So, but he he'll get a chance probably somewhere in the next Let's few get years him on a movie. Yeah, exactly. Get to be able to do it and be around totally. people and learn the craft. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm thinking about you know editorial cartooning. You don't go to editorial cartooning school. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can go to film school. I understand that, yeah. but still, when you're on the set and you're getting to work, like you said, when you ran into Tate Taylor, it changed your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's amazing just being in that environment and sort of uh, marinating in the the experience of movie creation especially in in mississippi so yeah. you know sort of everyone is self, it's sort of a self-contained experience you can't yeah. you can't go over to the major studio and get extra equipment or whatever it's like right. whatever you got you, you've got to make it work you know so there is a little bit more of a teamwork element and, and atmosphere um but our goal is to grow it what yeah. what tate and john norris have done a great job at is sort of effectively proving the model they've made three movies now they've all been super profitable we now have a tax incentive We've got a film Natchez organization that is a mechanism that will help grow this economy and sort of nurture all these other pieces that these sort of ancillary pieces. So we have everything we need now to make a a major dent in content creation yeah. in Mississippi. We should be able to do hundred million bucks in in production spend per year, which for Natchez would equal tourism. Oh yeah. So that completely flips the entire town on its head in terms of who. Who you're catering to? Well, to and on top that of that, economy. not only does it equal tourism, it creates tourism. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's yeah. self fulfilling, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. On that. Yeah, it, and it creates new businesses, and it is a huge influx yeah. of spend on already existing local businesses that kind of have to figure out how to navigate. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a great problem to have. We had bars that were so packed with, you know, film people when we were shooting Yuba County that there was literally, right. you know, people are like trying to sneak flasks in at certain points because it takes so long to get a beer because they have never yeah, been so busy. Yeah, you're used to having yeah. one bartender kind of right. do it on <laughs> right. a Friday night and then all of a sudden... Suddenly 200 people show up and this has probably yeah. never happened, right? And so, yeah, a lot of it is exp- expanding the capacity of what the town is sort of capable of pulling off yeah. because we're we're kind of dropping this whole new thing in all at once you know yeah and so it's it's not what's interesting about it and this is a lot of what uh, Devin's working on at film natchez is that it's not just about bringing movies in and then sort of flipping that switch and walking away because you have to have all these other elements exactly in order for it to be sort of sustainable and and something that you can kind of rely on long term obviously the legislation piece with the state was a big part of it but you gotta you gotta have sound stages you exactly. gotta have and and i noticed one of the things that one of your missions is you're working with some of the local colleges being able to get that workforce development that's brilliant yes it really is. Yeah. so my background is in education and so oh. that's a huge kind of personal thing yeah. for me to be able to train we're actually working with the high school too yeah. so starting with young people up through adults and showing them that there's a way to have a career in this. Yeah. If they have the right kind of training, because right now, like Thor said, we had to bring people in from Atlanta, Austin, New Orleans. So we really want to keep that in the local community by helping them be qualified to fill these jobs. And, and I think to some extent it makes it approachable. Right. We, we, there's this great story that uh, John Norris, he's the executive producer uh, that works uh, alongside Tate and, he was actually going through a Burger King at one point and had this guy that was just phenomenal at the drive through And he said, would you ever want to work on a movie? And the guy said, just get me out of here, please. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, so he came out and uh, he was a PA uh, through Breaking News in Yuba County. And it was amazing to see how much he blossomed. Yeah. Walking into the set initially, just completely terrified to suddenly realizing, oh, these are just a bunch of normal folks. They're all running around trying to work, you know, sort of teamwork together to make this stuff. By the end of it, he's got this sense of, where he wants to go and you know how what his career path would look like and it's just such a cool thing you don't, you you can't control what what the experience or or how people will blossom from it yeah but dropping it into a town like this the younger generations uh, even some of the older folks it's like it really opens up this kind of new pathway for for people especially in a place like Natchez that kind of needs that new economy it's a perfect yeah, I mean, because in, in Natchez has kind of reinvented itself, you know, like when a plant would go away or when everything. And some people say, well, it's kind of off on its own. And but now, like I said, you've got the river there. You've got the you've got the infrastructure there. You've got beautiful yeah. homes. You've got you can drive any, that cemetery in Natchez is bigger than some of the cities that you'll see around the country. It's yeah. huge. It's gorgeous. I like going around just looking at different headstones and reading the headstones and so forth. Totally. And so it's. To put it this way, it's just interesting. It's it is. an interesting place. It's like a lot of different things come together yeah. right. in Natchez. Which is great if you're a movie producer work. and you need well, the different things. So Christina Voris, she's a really talented female filmmaker, and yeah. she was, works a lot with Tate. And she was the DP on Ma and on Breaking News in Yuba County. Yeah. And she was kind of describing the experience for her about how easy everyone in Natchez made things. So, like, they made Ma with, what was their budget? About $5 million, yeah, uh, like that. yeah, well, even less than that. I think $5 million included a lot of the marketing, so it was like something like $2.5 million. Yeah, and Christina wow. just talked about, for her as a filmmaker, the way the community came around and made things so easy so that it turned out like a way higher budget 
movie would yeah. look like. Yeah, you get a lot of value for stuff. it. Definitely. And it's kind of, you know, to the earlier point, you go to New Orleans and shoot a movie and you're just sort of in the Wild West and people are honking at you, you're double parked and people are getting towed and it's like, you come to Natchez and we have like extra police easy. cars that yeah. come out just because they want to hang out on set and, and every, you know, the, the, we had like Regina's coming out with, with catered food. Yeah, exactly. Cool she brings stuff. her biscuits out. Oh, so my God, oh my gosh. You can't beat it. And, and to, it, what's amazing about it, and this is, I think, to me is a great example of how this kind of starts to really snowball is uh, breaking news in Yuma County. We have this phenomenal cast, uh, Allison Janney, Wanda Sykes, Regina Hall, um, Matthew Modine, Mila and Kunis. Mila Kunis. And, and a lot of these folks initially, and this is not that uncommon, they literally had to be talked into coming to Mississippi yeah. to do this because they'd never been here. There's obviously some stigma about it. There's a lot of uh, f- uh, female African-Americans in the cast, and actually a lot of females in general. That were shooting at the, just generally shooting a movie, and so we had we literally had Octavia Spencer had had to call people and say, "Hey, listen, I know what you think this is going to be, but you got to give it a shot." And so then by the end of it, like Wanda Sykes, great example, she's like, "This is the coolest movie experience I've ever had." And and to me, it was and that like, that is like gold. Yeah, and and, yeah. She, and suddenly she's from gold. New Jersey. She'd never been to Mississippi. Her vision of what Mississippi represents and what it is is right. is will never be the same. And so every person that we can bring through, especially somebody, you know, an influencer and kind of in- influential folks like this, it just re it rebuilds the, the narrative of what Mississippi is and, yeah. and what, what it's up to and the cool creative elements to it. And I love it. It's cool. Devin, uh, just real quickly, and I want both of you because we kind of touched on what you do, but tell, tell us a little bit about your backgrounds. Because, of course, Thor, you're the vice president of business at Crooked Letter Picture Company, which I haven't thrown that out there, I don't think, yet. So, but, and Devin, you've lived, I was just looking at your your bio, I feel like that I have completely been lazy my whole life, considering the things that you've done. We're both from Georgia. Yes. Originally, yeah. And, go dogs. Yeah, well, I won't go that far, but that, <laughs> that's something my wife might say. But, um, number one, what brought you to Mississippi? I moved to Mississippi somewhat reluctantly. I see there. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, That's okay. You can my, admit that. My husband is the director of preservation at the Historic Natchez Foundation. Okay. So we came for his job. I had been living in New York, mm-hmm. came home to Athens to get married, fully expecting that when my husband finished grad school at UGA, we were going back to New York. That's my vision. So you're a million and, miles away yeah, from New so York. Then yeah. I, I end up in Mississippi and I end up connecting with Tate and John and realizing I can still do what I love here. Yeah. There's still this cool creative vibe and and things happening and I'm kind of at the intersection of arts and education. And so being in the nonprofit, that's really important. Yeah. For me because I'm an artist. I like creating art, but getting to help other people do it and helping them see that they can make a career and a living out of this is really important to me. One of the things I've read about you, and this, of course, is off your your, um, your LinkedIn page, but someone described you as the most detail-oriented persons I know. That's pretty nice. Nobody that has ever said nice. that. About, yeah, yeah I would agree a, with that. That's it a very nice thing to say, but, but that's really incredibly important. Another thing about you, and this, I love this, you just one day up and decided to get a graduate certificate in forensic psychology. Oh, why not? Sure. Just added that in there at the time. Well, when I was in grad school at NYU for educational theater, I was teaching theater programs at juvenile detention centers ah. in the Bronx and Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And when I moved back to Georgia, there was no career in that. 
And so I got a job as a counselor at a maximum security women's prison. And I, I was doing that, my job responsibilities, but I also was teaching a theater group and a writer's group where the women writing memoirs. I taught a crochet group and a jewelry making group and kind of a little bit of everything, bringing the arts into prison. Well, and fall? so then I added yeah. that forensic psychology certificate in there too, which was just kind of an interesting little... It's kind of fun when you're at the bar and somebody <laughs> asking, well, I've been sitting there actually um, figuring you out now real quick. And two, and we're going to take a break in just a second, but how did you end up getting tapped for this job? I was originally doing a lot of stuff at the Natchez Little Theater. Yeah. Working on... Mainly there, I did a couple shows, and then I was directing their children's shows, and I think just because nobody else wanted to do it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I was directing Mary Poppins Jr. and Willy Wonka Jr., and Tate Taylor and John Norris and I, and Thor was coming in right at this time, too organized this fundraiser for the Natchez Little Theater where yeah. we had some of the stars from Yuba County come do a reading and then get to all hang out afterwards, which was like the coolest fundraiser that has ever happened at the Natchez Little Theater or maybe in Natchez <laughs> cool. in general. Everybody's still talking about it. They're like, the stars came and they did their readings and it was so cool to see actors kind of in their element and then like went and had cocktails afterwards on the little theater property which was just a really cool experience so we're hoping to do more events yeah. like that for sure but that was obviously the, that was a natural segue i think what, once we saw what she was up to and and uh you know we, we obviously her background is pretty incredible yeah yeah no it's <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard yeah. to find folks like that in Natchez. to be I know. honest like yeah. i said yeah i feel like i'm incredibly lazy right. after seeing Same. it on that well we're going to take a quick break we're going to talk to Continue talking with Thor Julius, of course, Vice President of the Business of the Crooked Letter Picture Company, and, of course, Devin, uh, Devin Clues, Director of Film Natchez. Talking about Film Natchez, talking about films in Mississippi, and talking about well, why, how they got here, too. We'll talk about that in just a second. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. MPB Think Radio podcast. All right, welcome back. This is now you're talking on MPB Think Radio. If you're just joining us, we got a couple incredibly cool guests, uh, and we're talking about an incredibly cool topic. We're talking about, of course, making movies and Natchez is really just uh, the creative economy down there is starting to really blossom. And one of the ways they're doing it is, of course, this, this new nonprofit called Film Natchez. And what that is is it's to help develop basically the film industry down in Natchez. And several movies, as we've been talking about, have been done there. We've got its director Devin Clue is here. Devin's incredibly interesting she just told her story um trust me just google her you're gonna be wowed at some of the stuff she's done with her career and also on the other side of the, the table in the studio we've got thor jewel who is here as well he's from northern california via austin who's now in mississippi vice president of business at crooked letter picture company uh number one crooked letter picture company i, I kind of have an idea how that name may have come about 
But how did that name come about? So that that's straight from Tate's mind. Yeah. Uh, I think, obviously, if you grew up in, in Mississippi, there's a little bit of a nostalgic element to Crooked Letter. M-I-S-S-I-S-S. Yep. 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 And it's and so we actually we shot when we shot Breaking News in Yuba County, we took over an old Budweiser facility. It was like a Budweiser distribution facility. Yeah. That's right on the Mississippi. And, and it works so well that we're now going to buy that. That becomes our Crooked Letter Picture Company studio. Nice. And all new productions will all go through that space. And we were actually just, just a few days ago looking at all the logos and things. And Crooked Letter Picture Company was uh, was all over everything we were looking at. So it, suddenly it feels like a, a real thing. But in general, Crooked Letter will be the, the sort of namesake for all productions going through Natchez that will go through Tate Taylor and John Norris's production company. Yeah, uh, we'll all. That's kind of the the new thing. Well, I know you're in t- you were in town. You're obviously y'all gave a big presentation to some of the community leaders last week. Are you here in town the whole time? Or are you you back and forth? Or are you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's kind of a little bit of both. Uh, my kids are in Houston, um, and so I, I'm kind of navigating uh, okay. both. We're, we're sort of in building mode now. So they were here through the summertime and and uh, while we were shooting the movie and stuff, and and so I'm kind of. Uh, traveling back and forth as much as so you know, six, you know, sixty-one drive. to Baton Rouge and across extremely well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've done that a few times. Yeah, now. I, yeah. I had a house for four years in Houston. You I know, know, I, I know. Yeah, yeah. it's my commute. Cool. Yeah, but you know, you touched on something building that soundstage at the Budweiser plant because that was one of the vexing things after Time to Kill and some of the other movies. They tried, I think they tried to build a film stage up in Canton, but there was just always that infrastructure issues. And that's a big thing. And we touched on earlier in the show, y'all are working with the, the educational institutes, high schools, community colleges, colleges, and you're building that base of people. And that's really what Film Natchez is, is kind of all about. Yes. And I think one of the things that's unique about our ability to make this a more sustainable economy now is yeah. that there are some impending macro conditions that I think make it more more feasible. Um, obviously, the the tax incentive one we've we've talked about. Another big one is that the entire city of Natchez is what's called an opportunity zone. Yeah, which is a huge tax incentive that was pushed through the recent tax bill. It makes it so much easier for us to get investment to open new businesses. The businesses then support both services for the economy that we're building, but also just new creative businesses that yeah. we can bring folks from Jackson and Atlanta and Austin that have sort of had these cool brands bring them in, and then suddenly when we have these folks come in from other cities, spend time in Natchez, they see things that are sort of more familiar. Ultimately, what we want is to increase the tax base so that you end up with a crew base that based in Natchez plus an incentive, plus a studio and stages, and then suddenly it's hard, it's harder to back out of that. And, and so you know, that, that's ultimately when it becomes a long-term sustainable economy. Our goal is to not make this a flash-in-the-pan experience, but something that is so sustainable, so sort of ingrained deeply into the various parts of the community that it can't really go away. Right. Uh, and, and so that's that's a big part of it. Leverage the opportunity zone for investment, but also build stages and sort of all these infrastructure pieces. It's cheaper to make a movie in Natchez than almost anywhere else, and it gets increasingly cheaper if you have people that live there and you don't have to fly them in. And you know, I think we spent a million bucks on hotels during breaking news in Yuba County, so suddenly... If you have you know more folks living in town, you have to spend less on those kinds of things. A little bit, you know, and that's a lot of what Devin's doing. But definitely for for us, we have the same incentive, which is to just drive down our costs. And and ultimately, if we can drive our costs by having people local, everyone wins. So it's kind of this great um, self-repeating self 
self-fulfilling thing. I know you throw about you throw around some of the numbers. You know, just for I mean, you think about like catering, hotels, and stuff like that. I mean, it, that's, yeah, that's a lot of money. It is. We 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 estimate that we bring about twenty-five to thirty million bucks every time that we shoot a movie in Natchez, just sort of through ancillary economic activity. And, yeah, and so that's that's sort of if you can multiply that. And, you know, I think it's it's a it's sort of a natural scaling problem. We're trying to go from one to four, one to five. And and there's a lot of things that go with that. Um, a lot of what Devin's doing is kind of making that possible. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a couple other things, too. And I was just thinking because I've, I've heard about some stuff that may be in the works. But we've got not only can you do films there, you think about traditional f- filmmaking and just dist- distribution, and everything else. But we now have Netflix and we have Amazon and we have all these different platforms that are hungry for content. So you can have many series done there just as well. And once you have that infrastructure and you've got the creative engines that are driving it too, yes, like Greg, it's the golden you know. age of content. Yeah, you know. Um, and to your point, we have Greg Isles is a pretty interesting uh, character. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, from a from a story perspective, obviously, I hate and, to brag on him. I don't want to give him big head. He's or one anything. of my favorite people. <laughs> so I, I don't, mind, I don't yeah. mind bragging on him. Yeah, but, he's good people. But he's never made any of the stuff that he's done into a TV show, and so that's something that obviously we're keenly focused on. And we have a few other things in development at Crooked Letter that are based around a more episodic kind of TV show. Yeah. Oh, his last and, three books are screaming for some. Thing, yeah, the base of Nashus. It's like, how could you yeah. possibly shoot it anywhere else? Right. And with us there, suddenly it becomes realistic. And we have had some production folks come out uh, keenly interested in this kind of thing. I would say, you know, a little early to talk about anything, but oh, there's definitely some really cool stuff, I think, in the pipeline, not just from a feature perspective, but our ultimate goal is to have a TV show and movies. TV show creates more repeatability. Yeah. Folks can move in and know they've got eight or nine months of a job. Uh, and then if you can sprinkle in some movies in there as well, suddenly you've got to. You've got a whole slate filled out. And it all goes back to what you touched on a few minutes ago. It's all about that word of mouth thing. Yep. It really is. And once you get that going. Yeah, and it's part of what we're trying to do by coming here is, you know, we've tried to start to reach out to folks in Mississippi, filmmakers and and sort of creative, creative folks. But now is a good time to reach out to us if you're if you're that kind of person. Yeah. Um, Filmnatchez.org is our website. We have a contact contact us link on there. Um, And um and we just want to hear from you. What can we do better? Do you have a project that's cool that we can get behind? You know, sort of let's uh, let's rustle the bushes, f- figure out where the creative gold is buried and start yeah. telling stories. Exactly. And, and I, I remember once interviewing Mac McAnally, the singer songwriter. I said, what is it about Mississippi? Is it chicken or egg question? I mean, do we have great stories? Or do we have great storytellers? And I don't know. I mean, it's like it seems like one begats the other. Yeah, well, it's so authentic. Uh, There was a caller that called in about Churchill, which is actually out in Churchill's where um, Tate's uh, located. It's about 20 minutes outside of Natchez, and it's beautiful. Yeah, Yeah. and the suburbs, (laughs) right. (laughs) Um, And Ginny uh, is the the, uh, woman that has been in, uh, has made a cameo appearance in practically everything that he's done. A phenomenally cool woman that is sort of a, a matriarch, I think, of Churchill in some extent. Um, the reason that you can drop her into any movie is because she is who she is, no matter right. who's filming or who she's talking to. There's an authenticity that is deeply embedded in folks from Mississippi, particularly folks from rural Mississippi, yeah. that you just can't. It's like actors will try to do that thing, or you can just go get the person and have exactly. them do that thing. You know? So I think that that's a big part of it. Yeah, she had a little cameo in Ma, and I think... They didn't even tell Octavia what she was going to say, and I don't think I can say it on air. But yeah, uh, Michelle's about to jump in here because she she knows. And you know what? You don't even have to tell me in the nail shop. Yeah. You know oh my goodness! <laughs> he knew it. My daughter 
We were watching that. We stopped the movie. We we, we watched that yes. part four times. <laughs> she videoed it, and she has she sent so it. So funny. Yeah. Yes. She so they cracked. didn't even oh. tell Octavia they were going to do that. Tate and Jenny were talking, and Tate was like, "Just, just say it." Yeah. And so that was impromptu. Was, yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. And you know what? As a as a thespian, yes. I could tell. I was no no seriously. I was like. That was the funniest part in the entire movie. It, it was, was a great part. I loved it. But, you know, you could tell Octavia just came, she just came with it. She right. was, you know, the, the name that she called her, we can't yes. say on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so funny. And like you said, so real. So it was. Right. You can't make it up. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was so funny. I knew exactly yeah. who you were talking about yeah. and didn't know who you were talking about. Yes. That's yep. funny. That's her. Well, that's cool. That yeah. is very cool. Is she? Uh, I'm sorry. I, now I have to ask about mm-hmm. it. it. It's. Uh, we were wondering. We, my daughter was like, "What is she? Is she? Uh, what's her native um, heritage?" Because we couldn't tell. She's. I think she's a long, extremely uh, long time Mississippi. Her her family goes way back in Churchill. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, in the Churchill Church there, that is um, kind of everything's built around. Her family has been, I think, there for almost from the beginning. It's like yeah. one of the longest running I wish she was listening in, right now or someone who was with her. She I could call so. in. Yeah, oh I know. It's like, we, we need to get her on the that show. Yeah, that's like, get her on the show. That's a great thing. Yeah, we do. That would be a <laughs> really good hour of radio. something right now. Oh, wow. Okay. Either a movie or with a gun. Right, right. Exactly. It could be either one. Never know. But that you're right. We do have a lot of characters here. It's, it's, it, it makes definitely drawing cartoons. When we come back, I tell you what, let's talk a little bit about your board because we've touched on all the names pretty much. Yes. But this is one of the most high-powered boards I think I've ever seen. It's just it incredible is. for <laughs> for uh, film Natchez as well. Well, I tell you what, we're, like I said, we're going to take a break. Of course, if you want to give us a call, you can drop in at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back. So now you're talking on MPB Think Radio. I, I hope you're just now joining us. We've had a great show so far. We got the director of film Natchez, Devin Clue, is here, and Thor Jewel is here too. He's incredibly important. Vice President of Crooked Crooked Letter, Letter Picture, Picture Company. Something. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind it's of a, a Monday. It's a Monday. Yeah, it's no, a, it is. It's completely a Monday. That's but, fair. Yeah, but but, but but you're enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, what it's else? Great. What else can you do? And you're helping out film Natchez some. Yeah, we're partners, a hundred percent. Yeah, uh, definitely partners in in making this whole thing work. I, we couldn't do it without film Natchez. There's all these other elements other than making movies that are a requirement. And this is actually a a a, a mechanism that exists in practically every production cities. Yeah, so. I mean, to, to, to put it into film terms, it's almost like they're kind of a producer for the film industry in the yeah. town. Yeah, yeah, it's like the film society or yeah. the film commission. In yeah. some ways, this is kind of a combo. Piece. Yeah, it's a local yeah. version of the film commission, exactly. obviously. Yeah. yeah, and every, you know, New Orleans Film Commission, Austin Film Society, right. this is a very common thing, but yeah. it's needed because there's a lot more than just Yeah, but movies. you're bored. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah you're pretty you, awesome. You got a pretty high-powered board. Yeah, so. it starts with Tate. Yeah, I mean, Tate. The, the whole really. thing is really the, the gravitational sun uh, for all of this is Tate Taylor. So Natchez and, ought to be very happy he likes Natchez. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not going anywhere. John, and, they both say that they'll they're going to be riding around in golf carts when they're 85 through Natchez. You yeah. Know, drinking uh, drinking some something out of a cup. So <laughs> going go to the malt. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, get a malt and then go to Molly and they'll right. be happy. Yeah, right. and Tate's an incredible storyteller, but he's also just an incredible person and he can make people feel so comfortable so i think that's what him and octavia have a long standing friendship yeah and so she's on the board too yeah Yeah. and so that it's kind of this pull that doesn't really exist anywhere else because people just want to be around tate and then if you just have this kind of constant yeah stream and so then when we were first forming, we were like, who's going to be on our board? And John just shoots an email. He's like, I'll ask Octavia. And five minutes later, he's like, okay, Octavia's in. She's in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're like, okay, so, now what do we do now? This is yeah, fantastic. So we have Octavia. Octavia. We have Deborah Riley Draper, mm-hmm. who is also a very, very cool African-American female does documentaries. Yeah. Documentarian. Yeah. Yeah. And she has a project in the works that Octavia and Tate are executive producers. Nice. On. Which will be our, the next big movie that we shoot in Natchez called coffee will make you black. Oh yeah. 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 That was a play too. Yeah. Yeah. Start. Yeah. Book and a play. Um, Mm -hmm. Gabrielle union's also involved. Uh It's through crooked letter picture company and Octavia's uh, production company. Nice. And, uh, and we're, we're hoping sometime, just, just before the, the, the end of the year, or possibly okay. just after it. So very cool. And then, of course, you've got Jennifer on Jennifer Combs. It's Jen. always nice to have the executive director <laughs> of Visit Natchez, who happened to also produce twenty films. Right. That's kind yeah. of the cool intersection for her is yeah. that she's in Natchez. She's in the tourism department, but she has this great filmmaking background, and so she's been super helpful. Yeah, she she, she she basically runs the entire. Uh, she was at 20th department. Century. Yeah, she was at 20th Century Fox, and she then she was, did yeah, she did the Family um, Stone and and Tuesdays with Maury. She yep. did that for yeah. Oprah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, well, and a lot of it is she. You know, having someone there that we can have as a resource. <laughs> I mean, that's in, in a that great. Way, yeah, it's that's just a. It's pretty to, pretty cool coincidence yeah, that she incredible. happens to have a film background. Yeah, it felt meant to be, no doubt. But it was like we mentioned earlier. She fell in love with movies because there was a movie filmed in Natchez. Mm-hmm. It was a Huckleberry Finn, the musical, which I still I remember that movie. They yeah. made us watch it when we were kids. Right. Yeah. Right. Who was the lead in that? Who? Uh, what's uh, Elijah? Wood. Elijah Wood yeah. played yeah. Huckleberry Finn. Right. Yeah. 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 I had such a crush on him on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so. You're three months into it. You're still raising funds. Where 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 next? So so our big focus over the next six months, obviously, is getting more movies. That's kind of our our the top of the funnel. Yeah. Uh, you could say from a business perspective. Um, a couple of other pieces that we're currently spending a lot of time on is revitalizing some of the areas around where the stages are. Yeah, we're currently uh, in the sort of final stages of partnering with a really great friend of ours named Nick Wallace, who's actually a a phenomenal chef that's based oh, here in Jackson. Yeah, yeah Nick's right? great I'm sure people. everybody yeah. here knows him. Super, super cool dude. Came down, fell in love with all the cool stuff we're doing. Mm-hmm. We needed someone with his competency to be able to sort of build these things out, make them, you know, elevate the game a little bit. And, yeah. and then also, you know, to some extent, we have a coffee shop and a bar across the street from the stage. So we need to sort of imbue these things with 
with a little bit more um, competency and and also somebody like Nick would be a great great addition. So I think we're looking at some businesses locally that we could partner with him on and kind of use as a little bit of a staging place for our mm-hmm. movie folks and and also just you know generally investing in the in the local environment. And then the other big one is is just bringing producers through. Um, we had we had some some really big producers come over the last two or three weeks, and so we've kind of been doing the the song and dance tour, um, you know, scouting locations and. And and uh, Devin's been you know going all over town taking pictures of all the various places and so that you know at, when a movie comes in and they say you know we need a we need a pool and it's got to have we've got another she- a scene that's you know on the beach and we've got one you know that's at a school we're able to go out and we've got four or five schools we've got all these pool you know we, we can sort yeah. of say well, let's give you a, you know we've get, we can give you a good selection of all that stuff <clears throat> yeah you just basically walk up to the edge of the river and just say cgi this yeah okay? you can't, you right. can't, you you can't, can't touch it. that yeah the mississippi is what it is and then you so. get a couple steamboats pull up right, and, you right, know, right. it's like you're in a movie all exactly the time. yeah exactly it's like hey what time period do you need no we, doubt. we got you here. we can make exactly. it look like anything yeah it really is true and, I, and the, the other thing that's interesting and going back to this note about our board yeah um another element to this that you can't ignore is that Driving economy into a place like Natchez or a place like Churchill in Jefferson County yeah. is about more than just a cheap place to make movies. Right. Because it's a place that really needs the economy. Exactly. And so there's an element as we're selling this to, to Octavia or to producers, um, and we're saying, hey, don't shoot in Atlanta, shoot here. It's not just about cost. There is a spiritual component to it where there this is a place that sort of has historically been a little bit left behind and and sort of airlifting a new economy and creates an entirely new experience for a community, new public school system, you know, new educational systems. It allows us to build sort of a revitalization effort um, that people really get behind. So ultimately, it's a combination of us being, I think, a, a very affordable and sort of efficient place to make movies, but it's also a great place to spend your money as a big production company yeah. because it creates change. It's different than going to Atlanta. Ex- where you're one of a million, um, you do one TV show in Natchez, it's a game changer. Exactly. Well, as I say, Atlanta doesn't get a movie, no big deal, but Natchez picks up a movie that's huge. It's huge. It's yeah. massive. And a lot of what we feel like is that this is a repeatable model. Yeah. Uh, if you have a TV show and four movies, you could do this in Natchez. You could also do it in Vicksburg or you know, or in Oxford or, or, in Oxford or, or wherever yeah. else. And, yeah. and, and really all it takes is just getting the right people to the place with the infrastructure if you can rubber stamp it and take it to another place, it's awesome. Throw out the website one more time and tell people real quickly in about 30 seconds how they can get involved. PhilNatchez.org is our website. Um, you can uh, become a member. We've got some incredibly cool events that we'll yeah, be doing. Yeah, there's some great, like you can go on movie sets and things like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Perks. We'll be doing tours on the movie sets. We're currently shooting uh, Brit, um, Filthy Rich down in New Orleans for Fox. And so um, we got Kim Cottrell down there and a bunch of those cool kind, kind of cool folks. And then we'll do quarterly events similar to what we did. We had Allison Janney out to the, the Natchez Little Theater doing stand-up oh, routines wow. with Aquafina. God, she's so funny. It yeah. was incredible. So we're going to do a lot more of that kind of stuff. And if, you, if you're a filmmaker or you're a, a creative person or you have a cool, like, cool idea, send us a note. Filmnatchez.org. Devin, uh, it's so good to meet you. Thank you. Uh, Thank Thor, you it's good us. to meet you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being on today. If you'd like to hear the show again or like to visit any past episodes, you can jump in at mpbonline.org slash now you're talking and listen to our podcast. And of course, now you're talking is a production of MPB Think Radio. It's produced by the incredible, wonderful, fantastic Michelle McAdoo. Hey, stay tuned. Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit with Dr. Josie Bidwell will be joining us next week. For now, this is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. We'll see you all next week. Have a good one.